girls from the mountains in the big city with big gold opinions they aren't shitty one's name is claire and the other adeline spilling the tea it's the claresville times hold on tight it's the claresville times hello and welcome back to the claresville times hello that's my co-host adeline dockery and that's my co-host claire mcpherson and we are happy to announce that we have reconfigured our setup. Yeah, we live in a tiny shoebox two-bedroom apartment, but we get two spare rooms. Yeah. So, spare, saying lightly. <laughs> it is a weird office space. Mine is occupied by Betty's crate, and that's it. Yeah, it's Betty's room. So we've turned Adline's office space into our pod loft. And, um, yeah, I'll post a tour on the Instagram story. <laughs> it's, um, just a little tiny room with blankets up on the wall. So anyways, um, today we are joined by a extremely special guest. Mm-hmm. Our dearest and best and favorite gay. <gasps> Zach. Hi, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's a thrill and an honor and a joy to be here. Um, right up top, I'm actually going to hijack this podcast, yeah, <laughs> just so sure. you guys know, mm-hmm. but just to clarify for the listeners, the room is the kind of space that you would imagine someone like the Zodiac would be like plotting <laughs> out their sort of schemes and murders and things. Oh like, my God. It's Absolutely. It's like too big. It's maybe too big to be a conventional closet, but like too small to be an office. So it's too small for anything. It's too small, but it's perfect for a pod loft, I think. Yeah, I guess. No, I'd be super happy if my closet was this size, but I'd be super pissed if, like, my room was this size, you know? I mean, yeah, you, you could not fit, you could barely fit a twin bed in here. For sure. Um, no, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, the way that we're sitting, there's, like, maybe a foot in between each of us. No, it's intimate. That's how we like it. We're, we're, we're getting tactile. Intimate. We're very, yeah. yeah, we're very intimate. So, Zach, what are you drinking, and what did you make us put our drinks in? So... Okay, Um, call me out. Um, So I made myself, I'm a bit of a cocktail snob. I made myself a margarita, like, good shit. I had some really nice tequila. I had some nice, like, Cointreau. And uh, some fresh limes. And I'm so I'm feeling great. I mean, yeah. this is kind of this is the kind of beverage that really puts me at ease and in a good mood. Yeah, I snuck a peek in the bag you brought, and I was like, ooh. Yeah, I brought yeah he obviously honey. brought ingredients. He yeah. did not make that here. We don't have limes. Yeah, she brought ingredients. Um, and I did sort of um, in a really uh, evangelical moment for me. <laughs> got everyone in my close friends circle to buy a Stanley cup. Which yeah, for sure. I know that now that has a certain cultural connotation to it. When you see someone with like a Stanley cup out in the wild, you know, they're typically white. They're typically <laughs> of a certain tax bracket and, you know, mm-hmm. they're Mormon mothers. Yeah. Love them. Yep. I know. And they I think know the Mormon moms products. were, yeah. yeah, I think that they move products. Seriously. I no, think, the Utah influencer started Stanley cups. I think. No, they did. Like, yeah, so I was, I would say, I don't know if I was, like, an early adopter. No, you of, were. I think I was, you were. though. I, I just don't want to, like, walk around with a chip on my shoulder in that way, but <laughs> I did start bringing it around. Of course, the questions come, like, what is that? Where did you get that? And no, when, when I, I first product, saw you with it, I was like, holy shit, I bet that fit in the cup holder in my car. It does. It, yeah, and yeah that is that's, like, like, the whole selling, selling point. point. Yeah. 
No, but like Stanley Cup, if you're listening, yeah. send us a PR package. Come on, sponsor these girls. They, <laughs> y'all need some sponsorship. So I'm know. not even kidding. Like we need to start raking in some money here. But yeah, yeah. So uh, I made everyone, of course, by this point, Claire and Adeline have followed my word. And when I love a product, y'all know this. When I love a product, I'm really like. You're like a brand ambassador. Yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. You. No, I when I when I find something I really like and that works well and and blends seamlessly into my everyday use of it, then yeah, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna be a chatterbox about it. And so, no, I... long story short, we all have Stanleys now. We're all drinking out of Stanleys. Holla. <laughs> no, I knew what Stanleys were because I'm big into Mormon influencer YouTube and TikTok, but I've ne- I hadn't seen one in real life until Zach came yeah. to my house with one, and I was like, oh. And I was shell shocked. Yeah, yeah. And that's an interesting dynamic to your, to your personality. I think. Oh, I'm obsessed with Mormonism. I mean, not Mormonism. You can't say that anymore. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Hell yes. Yeah. yeah. Wait, can we not say Mormon anymore? Apparently, they don't like it, but they oh. don't like much. Except for like, like, but aren't they like all like white Christian except nationalists for... at the end of the day? So like, yes, they are. So they have to like pick a struggle. So sure. they picked, you can't say Mormonism. Sure. I hey, guess. you know, we all get bored. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. So if that's, what, if that's the hill they want to die on, sure. Sure. Yeah. That's fine for them. No, it's a slow day in Mormonism. Yeah. <laughs> in Utah. And you, and you know, I watched Happy Shiny People. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So did the I. Dugger, so for the listeners, the Duggar documentary. Did you watch um, Under the Banner of Heaven with Andrew Garfield? You know, no, I actually missed that one. You need which is, to. Oh my god, it's Which amazing. is wild that I did because I, I love shit like that. And I love Andrew Garfield. I think yeah. he's like a great. He was so amazing in it. it we were traumatized oh my god, when it was we crazy. finished it. No, I, my favorite type of media to consume is like a dramatized docuseries with actors, not like real people. For sure. And Especially someone like fucking sexy like Andrew Garfield. <laughs> yeah, and that's like one of the best ones I've seen. It was so good. Mm. You should watch it. Okay, so... One of my favorite things about Zach is that he has the funniest sayings <laughs> and like truly Zachisms oh my God. that are just my favorite thing in the world. I think my favorite one is when you introduced me to the phrase sex on a stick. Uh. <laughs> because that changed my I life. Give, who can I give credit to that to? Um, it changed my life. I, you know, I like, like my gracious hosts grew up in the country yeah. In a town, in a city that's definitely bigger than Blairsville, but it's like... That's not hard to do. Yeah, yeah but it's like, really it's north and south. Yeah. Exactly. I'm from Valdosta, Georgia, for the listeners, I uh, which is truly like the crotch of Georgia. <laughs> it's literally like the pee hole of Georgia. Ooh, I'm getting so vulgar, but I mean, it really is. I Look at it on a map and you'll know exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. It's like dead center right at the bottom. No, I'll never forget the first Thanksgiving that we were friends. And when we both went home and we both looked at each other on Find My Friends and you're like, wow, you're really North Georgia. And I was like, you're really South Georgia. Yeah. Like, the opposite ends of like, the state. the poles. Yeah. Like, I was like, you're in the North Pole and the South. Yeah. Like, we really met in the middle. No, we did. We did. Yeah, we did. I mean. <laughs> I mean, it's a little yeah, further Yeah, it's a little further you, on my side. But, but honestly, for the best, for the best. The, the further away this is from where I'm from, the better. Uh, <laughs> like, we super had a country. journey over some mountains. Yeah, yeah. And you just like drove up an yeah, interstate. Yeah, I'm just like on... The coastal plain. Yeah. You know, not the Piedmont, but the coastal plain. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's a little bigger than Blairsville, but it's certainly not lacking in that good old country hick spirit. Yeah. And so I grew up hearing an entire lexicon of all these different yeah. 
isms and sayings that I've picked up and I cannot remember how I acquired that one. It's but so I immediately started really folding that into my vocabulary. I love it. So yeah. I want to know who do you two think is sex on a stick? That's an excellent <gasps> That's question. That's a great question, Claire. Thank you so much. And I'm gonna I'm gonna honor that by like really thinking about this. Okay, yeah, because I don't want to just because yeah. it's very specific. So sex on a stick. Who do you think it is? So, like I said, y'all are gonna hate this, but I um, vividly remember, and I've told you guys this before, so you might remember. But I vividly remember, God, my mom taking me to the movies one time, and. She kind of ambushed me because she had this boyfriend. Uh, holler, parents of or <laughs> yeah, children of divorce. <laughs> rise up. But I... Uh, God, nothing worse than a divorced parent's significant other. Literally nothing, nothing worse. worse. Nothing worse. <laughs> I, I hated so many of my dad and mom's, like, boyfriends and girlfriends. Yeah, that years. sucks. Um, but we were going to the movies, and then her boyfriend, who I did not get along with. Yeah. I mean, mind you, I was like... 11 or 12. So, I mean, <laughs> do you do you get along with anyone? You're, you're just gay. Yeah, you don't really get along with everyone, but I, I was also like a really respectful, polite kid. So yeah, that tracks. This guy was like... Scum of the For earth. me to just fully be like, you know what, y'all go watch this. I'm going to go to another theater. Like, that's, that's the level we were at. So <laughs> I can't even remember what the three of us were watching together, but I left and I was like, what can I see? And uh, the now deeply problematic film... Starring Jake Gyllenhaal, the Prince <gasps> of Persia. You've told me this before. Prince of Persia was playing. This is 2008, maybe. I think it was. And so I just kind of stumbled in there. Jake Gyllenhaal pretending to fully be <laughs> a, a Persian person. Jake Gyllenhaal's white, mama. Yeah, honey. Um, yeah, fully. No, he, he was mouthwatering in that, though. He was. He was sex on a stick. Let's, let's call a spade Jake a spade. Gyllenhaal, you're going to come on our podcast and say that Jake Gyllenhaal at was sex that on a time, stick? At that time, and I still think he's an extremely handsome man, but he really, really was hot. I mean, because this is back... He was really starting to do, like, blockbuster movies. Like, this was a blockbuster movie that, like, Disney was producing, and so he looked great, and as a closeted boy watching it, I was like... This man is gorgeous. And I it's hard to not think about the crushes of my childhood mm-hmm. still in those mm-hmm. ways. Like that includes that also includes Andrew Garfield. Oh yeah. Spider Man was huge. Smash. Oh my god. I loved his Spider Man movies and so did I, did I, too. So did I. And no, I feel people like people didn't like those because they resembled a chick flick. You know what I mean? Well if you're gonna make Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, then, then bitches the, are going to love it. It was because of the chemistry yeah. between him and Emma. That's why it was Which like, was real, real life. They were really oh, Yeah, they were actually dating. dating. Actually in love. And when... Oh, my God. And when she died in those movies. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler! <laughs> that, was, that was really crazy. But I... You know, I'm going to say that. I also have really got a thing for Aaron Taylor Johnson these days. Did you see? But he's married to a literal geriatric... Yeah, she, woman. yeah, Miss Groomy. Did you see yeah. the magazine cover that came out today with him? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw Holy it. shit. Yeah. He's, like, covered in mud. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, it's good. And you know what I'm going to say to that, Zach? Say it. That's valid. <laughs> <laughs> That's super based of you, That's Claire. Thank just, you. Thank you so much. That's so based. Thank you for holding space for, for Jake. This weird pod loft that we're in is a safe space. Yeah. You know, her, her being Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) You know her. You know, she is, they're in a good spot, I think. Yeah. And you know what? Everyone. Water under the bridge. Everyone is an unreliable narrator when you're 19. Everyone. 
Especially yeah, if you're a 19 year old girl who is dating Juju at all. Like, straight up. Oh my God. Okay, I so just who thought do you of think? mine. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> mine is, y'all are going to be the worst, but I'm used to it. So, <laughs> when I was, I want to say like a sophomore in high school, I got really into Teen Wolf. I see where this is going. <laughs> and it's not who you would think. It's oh. not Dylan O'Brien. <laughs> No, 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 of course it's Dylan O'Brien, but, like, in that show, when we talk about sex on a stick, you would think it's, like, the ones that, like, they never wear a shirt, and they, like... No, girls, like, no, because girls like me and Adeline do not like the guys in movies and TV shows that, like, are super hot and, like, take their shirts off. And that are, like... We like Robert Pattinson in Twilight. They, like, look like they haven't eaten in Oh, my God, I didn't think about him. Very British. Yeah. Yeah. You you have a very British sensibility when it comes to men. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you want... Like, I don't know. You want someone that's, like, not super fit, but also, like, not... We like, like pretty boys, too. Yeah, pretty boys. Pretty boys, yeah. Pretty boys, No, sure. and Dylan O'Brien, in the first two seasons, he's he has a buzz cut. And it really... It doesn't, like, settle in your gut until the third season. And then the third season hits. Keep in mind, he never removes his shirt. Everyone else goes out without a really? shirt the entire season. He's not a werewolf in the show. No, he's a human. He's a human. I don't know why I, in my memory, it just feels like that was an extremely horny show. Well, it is. Where but, also, like, like, but it's also really, really deep and, like, <laughs> profound. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. Let's but also, Adeline, don't you agree horses. that, like, something about a guy taking their shirt off kind of, like, gives you the egg? Like, it's I don't like, want to see your I don't want to see your areolas. <laughs> Or, like, what's in your belly button? Oh, my God. Like, put your shirt back on. This is a really fascinating... You know, Quinn, shout out, Quinn. You're going to really love this part <laughs> of the conversation. Oh, I just know... I don't even think Quinn yeah, listens but... to this because he bullies us so aggressively. No, he listens weekly. <laughs> okay, yeah. Quinn is such a fan. Yeah, fan. Anyways, and that's in valid. the third season, he gets hair. and <laughs> <laughs> Huge. And... <laughs> He, just the way he acts. Also, we like silly boys. Mm-hmm. And I genuinely, and like for idiots. me, Sex on a Stick is like season three of Team Wolf, Dylan O'Brien. Okay. Okay, that's valid. Oh, that thanks. Yeah. Okay. What about you? <laughs> My Sex on a Stick, this is like... Is it Taylor Swift during vigilante shit at the Air Store? Well, obviously. But... <laughs> um, Lesbian. <laughs> Let's be honest. No, my. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. My genuine answer is Austin Butler, but specifically (gasps) in the Carrie Diaries, in nothing else, because he kind of gives me the ick and everything else, specifically Elvis. That gave me the ick really bad. Huge ick. But in the Carrie Diaries, specifically. He was Riz Master. Oh my God. He Riz her up. Specifically that one scene where they're like. Like making out in the classroom. <gasps> the classroom. Oh he puts her on my the desk. god! Bye, <gasps> bye. The Carrie Sex Diaries. on a stick. Yeah, the Carrie. The Carrie Diaries actually was. It, it shocked He's me. He's so hot. How much I actually liked it. Okay, so next, um, we would like to share. Like we're gonna each share because we would thought this would be really funny with Zach on here mm. because I feel <laughs> like. I you rarely see Zach embarrassed. Yeah, know? if you know Zach, he's just so poised and he's so just like good looking, confident. Yes, extremely good looking. <laughs> so good looking, and Y'all it's shut up. no. <laughs> thought we would each tell quick like a little anecdote of the most embarrassed we ever been. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. hives, 
Okay. Uh, just, just like, like a, somebody shoot me. Like a wave crashing over you of just embarrassment, pure okay. embarrassment. Okay, y'all go first. You go, I think. Okay. Yeah, you go. One time I was in a grocery store and it was like a like a, a chain, store? like a bigger grocery store. It wasn't like a Dollar General. Oh, okay. So there was people. It's it Kroger was, adjacent. Are you barefoot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got grocery store feet, girl? I wish. I wish I were still young enough to be barefoot yeah. in a grocery yeah. store. You're like a full grown adult. No, I think I was like 18. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's the handicapped bathroom in the back. And oh, everyone yeah. wants that bathroom. I mean, especially if you have to shit. Yes, and you always shit in a grocery store. Oh yeah, especially and TJ Maxx. Especially if it's in your hometown <laughs> and your mom has to talk to every single person in there. Oh, I do relate to that. Yeah, yeah. So it was in an Ingles, and I had to go in a bad type of way, like not a cool way, you know. <laughs> so I go back there. I'm probably in like uh, my basketball shoes. You know, <laughs> you're like running back, you're like holding your ass. <laughs> like, I'm about to shit my like pants. sweating, like mouth open, like. <gasps> 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 <laughs> so i get back there and there it, it's deserted you know Perfect. so i make my way back there wouldn't y'all you know i'd go in the, i'd go in the if i had my pick yeah yeah i mean if i go would, in right? and like there's obviously no one in there i'm cheating in the handicap but, i mean i did that on campus yeah, yeah. Student, but so. thus that um encounter i have thus. not used a handicap bathroom since so <laughs> i go back there i i do my thing and I'm I'm standing up. I'm pulling up my American Eagle skinny jeans, <laughs> and through the cracks because the cracks are yeah. like three inches, right? Right. I, I see this woman. <laughs> she's probably like, she's an old timer. She's like seventy five. You're seeing right? what her feet, or seeing her through the crack in the I'm door? I'm seeing her roll in. She's oh <laughs> oh. I see. I hear the squeaks of the wheelchair, oh Zach. Oh my god. She rolls in and I see her and I just panic, you know? <laughs> so I can't unlock You're like the praying door. For death. I You're can't like, my kill me, kill me, kill me, kill <laughs> oh me. God, please, please kill me. <laughs> I can't my like able bodied self open the store. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> I look over and I'm like, fuck it. I'm crawling under. Yeah, yeah. Adeline. <laughs> like, you, so you're leaving it locked? I, no, I locked it. Sol- you left the salt. I un- slowly. Long it unlocked. No, I slowly unlocked it so that she wouldn't hear, which I doubt she would have heard, you know? I mean, wasn't she, I mean, reasonably she'd be like on the other side of the door. That's the only stall she could Swift. use. So what? I unlocked the stall. <laughs> I'm out of my depth here. <laughs> <laughs> out of my depth at public beach. Anyways. I unlock the door and I crawl under the stall. I'm I'm like six foot. I crawl under the <laughs> stall into the next one and I wait till she goes in the hand. Because obviously she had to, right? She was in a wheelchair. Like she wouldn't have fit. Yeah. So, and I just wait for her to lock it herself and then I leave. And I just, I don't even like tell my mom where I'm going. I just walk into the parking lot and I get in the car. Yeah. And like, yeah. def- and like, you're like crying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm breathing really, you're crying, really heavy. You're ableist and yeah, and a piece of shit. And a piece of shit. Who just and took a piece a of shit, shit in a handicap stall? Yeah. Well, I didn't expect that from y'all. That would be hard. At least it was with like a total stranger, and <gasps> you probably never saw her again. It doesn't matter to me. I thought I think about it most nights before bed. But it doesn't matter to you. <laughs> It matters so much, actually. Yeah. No, it seems like... 
it, that was formative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it affects me. I great. mean, you literally don't go. You don't do what we all do, honestly, which is go to the handicap. No, I would never stall do it again. Yeah. It's available now. Yeah. No, 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 no. How old were you? I was eighteen. Mm. So my embarrassing story also takes place in a bathroom. Um, As most women's do. Yeah. So a lot going on down there. <laughs> I hope that's you know, and up. I say that with like love and with like yeah, obviously. Um, respect with respect and kindness and um consideration yeah like true i appreciate that so fall semester senior year so like a year ago i took an 8 a.m spanish class because once again we've already talked about it it was rough and you would think that like at this point you'd be like through being embarrassed you know yeah i i mean i was 21 years old like this just happened anyway so i take an 8 a.m spanish class and outside of my classroom was one unisex bathroom okay um so i love those yeah no i loved it so progressive yeah exactly (laughs) progressive let's say that yeah shout out uga for the progressiveness of the unisex bathroom in the old college building right on right on so anyways i used to go in there every single morning before class and after class and just like sit in there and just be like, I cannot believe this is happening because I hated Spanish and it was also at 8 a.m. So. Yeah, starting your day in another language. It, it was rough. <laughs> it was rough. Everybody <laughs> talked about how I'm not good at Spanish. That was not an act. I'm really bad at it. Yeah. So I went in there one day after class, minding my business. I guess I forgot to lock the door. It I don't happens. know. Like, I would never. I mean, it was an 8 a.m. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So it was 8.50. When the class is over. Okay. So it's still before 9 a.m. You're yeah. still woozy. Like, I'm not awake. Like, so I'm in there. Who the fuck is up? Literally. So I'm in there. I've just spoke Spanish for an hour, needing to decompress in the bathroom before I go to my next class. So I'm in there minding my business, on the toilet, pants down. And the doorknob turns. Oh, my God. And I'm like, <gasps> and I'm like, oh, it's oh. locked. Oh. Just coochie out. Yeah. Uh, coochie out, for real. Milky white thighs. <laughs> Yeah. Blinding whomever. Literally, sets and I'm just like sitting in there. The door was not locked. And you'll never guess who opens the door. <laughs> oh my god. My sure. Spanish teacher, oh Martin. My god. Oh my god. <laughs> like, oh this. my god. <laughs> oh my god. He's like this Fuck. 30-something. Kind of hot, has a nose ring, no lots room. of tattoos. There's nowhere for you to hide. There's nowhere for you to hide. So I just like turn to my left and I'm like, <gasps> and he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. But he says it in Spanish. So Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. So he's like, lo siento, lo siento. And I'm like, ah. No, he, he reverted back. You no. know, and like, oh my God. People that speak a different language, like when they get angry, yeah. they start mixing it up. Yeah. So anyways, he starts saying lo siento and I'm just like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. So I sit there for probably 15 minutes, just like in this bathroom, praying to God that he's gone. Paralyzed in fear, frozen yeah. in fear and hiding. <laughs> so I'm like, finally, I work up the courage to go outside. And he's sitting on a bench. Are you waiting fucking... for me? He's waiting you out. And I was like, Did oh. he not get the memo that when you see, when you. He saw my milky white thighs. you walk in on someone <laughs> and you see their milky white thighs. <laughs> You leave and you don't talk about it with them. <laughs> you run them. for the hills. So, anyways, he's like sitting out there and he's like in English. He's like, "Hey, I'm I'm so sorry. Like, I just want to make sure you're okay." And I'm like, "Really I'm, progressive." I'm I mean, fine. I, this is a progressive story of shame. Yeah, no, he was super super, super 
super woke. Like, he wanted to tell you, like, for sure. He I know you to did be, not consent to that. Yeah, for sure. He was like, which please, obviously you did. <laughs> please do not file a claim. Yeah. Which like, also, you didn't lock the door. You know, it's totally on me for not locking the door. But like, also, it was, it was eight in the morning. Yeah. But anyways, he was like, I just want to make sure you're okay. And I'm like, I'm fine. Can we please never speak about this again? And he was like, sounds great. Lo siento. Lo siento. And I said. Capisce. <laughs> <laughs> and I said. That's Italian. No. Lo siento. I took Italian. <laughs> and, he, he, and I was like. And uh, yeah, that was like probably two months into the semester. So yeah. I had to go. And keep in mind, I sat on the front row. Of this bears class oh because my God. that's who I am. I don't want to talk to the students. I want to talk to the teacher. So I just like had to look him in the eyes every day. Martine. Oh my God. And, and then I like God. almost failed his and, class. And you are one of the brave that lives with Rosacea. So I can't, <laughs> <laughs> so I can't imagine. Oh my. Like, my ch- face. Ch- ch- cherry bomb is probably what yeah. it looked like. Yeah. Cherry yeah. bomb half. And I was just like, Martine, like if we never speak about this again, it will be too soon. Like, can we just move yeah, on? Yeah. Like. So, that was my most embarrassing moment. What about you, Zach? Okay, so... So, I don't really remember too many, like, visceral blood pumping to my face moments of extreme embarrassment. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because my most embarrassing ones, or at least the ones that still live in my memory, are, like, my friends coming up to me being like, so, like, are you gay? <laughs> oh, my God. And being like, oh, no. Which, like, honestly, I got a few of those. Oh, yeah. so did I. Yeah. I mean, that still happens. <laughs> anyway. And, you know, now it's, like, and now it's, like, cool to be gay, which is so fucked up. <laughs> Anyways, so. You don't understand Zach's struggle. Yeah. So, um, I'm just going to share with you a sort of, like, recent time in which I was, like, mildly embarrassed, mm-hmm. but it's all I've got in my head right now. So, I, uh recently went or back in March I went on a trip trip of a lifetime honestly with my mom and my two sisters I have one younger and one older and I'm close to all of them but we went to we went on this kind of tour of Europe like we went to Paris and Amsterdam and Italy and it was great for your graduation right for my graduation yeah yeah, it was like a grad trip kind of thing and also my older sister had never been me my mom and my younger sister had been to Europe a few times yeah, shout out Sarah. We love you. Shout I love out you, Sarah. Sarah. Love you, love you. And she was just as embarrassed about this as I was. <laughs> so our first stop was Paris. And before I get too deep into it, I'd probably have to say that Take Sarah, honey, you know I love you, but we have this, and she's an offender of this, but we have this gene in my family, luckily, which I did not, I did not get, but... And, you know, y'all can probably understand this coming from, like, country backgrounds as well. But my family, anything that's in another language, they just fully cannot say. (laughs) Like, they cannot. Like, even though they're, like, they're English letters. Or, like, we share the same letters. Yeah. They can't even, like, sound it out. Like, (laughs) it's just so hard for them to say something that's not, like, in English. Like, hamburger. Yeah. Like, or, yeah, yeah, literally anything. They yeah. can't lose the accent. No. They can't lose the accent, and but they sort of deign to try it sometimes. <laughs> and it's really, so anyways, this is the story of that. So, But our flight was, like, really early in the day. It was, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So we got to Paris at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning. So really nothing's open. People are waking up by the time we get into the city and we're at this apartment we're supposed to be staying at. And it's locked, and 
So we have to like call a person to come let us in. They're gonna they're on their way. They'll be like you know thirty minutes to an hour. So there's a cafe nearby that's open. So we go in there and decide we're gonna get like some coffees and like <laughs> pastries or something. We sit down and uh, the waiter comes over and you know the French are notoriously like horrible. <laughs> they just are. And going there, I can say it now. Like they are yeah. just like they're pricks, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> So we sit down and we're ordering coffee first. This is like what was so horrible about it because it was like in two parts. It was like Wait. we ordered coffee, <laughs> then they brought us that. Were y'all inside or outside? Inside, inside. Because it was oh, March, it was like cold. Yeah. Uh, it was like cold in Paris. And so we were inside. There's like no one in there. The French guy comes up. He starts speaking French. But then I'm like, you know, parlez-vous anglais. He's like, see, yes, we. Si. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Let me take another sip of my marg. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So anyways, he says we. And <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to do uh, like one cappuccino. <laughs> and my mom. <laughs> everyone worse. Um, and my mom is and my mom is the biggest offender of this 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 gene that I was yeah. talking about Which, where she just can't say anything and Zach's mom is lovely. She's like Southern Belle down. I mean, Southern Belle down really she is really she's really, a really sweet lady oh I, my gosh she she's really amazing. is um she she's just amazing. can't say i mean she calls chipotle chipotle <laughs> oh my God. and she just so i'm gonna try to do my best <laughs> <laughs> just go for it. i'm gonna try to do my best to like replicate what she said but she was like can i get some one Cappuccino. <laughs> it was either a cappuccino or like a latte, and she was like, Can I get one latte? Like, she can't even say latte. What word we use here? And I was just like, Mom. Oh my God. Like, he, he works at a fucking cafe by the Eiffel Tower. He can <laughs> say cappuccino. Like, he speaks English. He can literally just say, I'll have one cappuccino. Cappuccino. But she's like, I'll, she has this weird accent that she does. Like, I'll have one cappuccino. Oh and it was so, so and I just like, at this point, I'm just like, the listeners can't see, but I'm like rubbing my face with my hand, like looking down, like dejected. And so then I was like, okay, whatever. Then it moves on to my older sister, Kelsey, which at least my mother has like been to another country before. God love my older sister, Kelsey. She fully has never left Valdosta. <laughs> oh, Kelsey. Um, and if she listens, Kelsey, I love you, but you know it's Oh, I love you too, Kelsey. And I, I also love your children. Yeah. I mean, she's been to the Caribbean and Mexico. But, you know, <laughs> she speaks That's a different vibe, like, you know, on a cruise. So, so anyway. she took, like, the opposite approach. No, yeah. So she was fully, like, I'm not even going to try. She's, like, talking about this. Like... <laughs> And she's like, um, I'm going to do a cappuccino too. And can I get one chocolate croissant? Croissant! <laughs> and the waiter kind of looks at her. And I can just tell, like, oh, shit, it's about to go down. <laughs> the waiter looks at her and is like, we do not have chocolate croissant. <laughs> <laughs> we have pain au chocolat. Because they call it a pain au chocolat. <laughs> uh, chocolate croissant is like a yeah. American thing or whatever. And so when he says when he says that to her, she kind of like looks at me really confused, kind of smiling, shaking her head, and she's like, "Okay, <laughs> okay." <laughs> oh god! And I was like, "Oh, 
yeah, that that'll be it. Thank you. <laughs> Zach, I, I was Zach, like, what you just that, said. Give us some of those. Yeah, I was like, so four cappuccinos and uh, one pan au chocolat. Uh, <laughs> Please step yeah, away from like, the table. Um, merci, monsieur. <laughs> like, no, but speaking of being abroad, I might as well, um, because I know this is a podcast about sort of like... Stories. Uh, you know, the crazy things that might happen when we're out and about at night. <laughs> no, it's a it's a journey through our dark night days. Yeah, sure. The dark nights of the soul, as one might say. <laughs> um, no, but I do I do have one. It's 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 a little quick, but I did um, study abroad. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, Zach, I honestly am like a little bit glad that we weren't friends when you studied abroad because I feel like you were the type of person that was like studied abroad and made it their whole personality. You know what? Be honest. I resent that and I reject that because I think that's just like an invention of the internet. No, I know that that was you. Don't that, you like, no, I, I had a lot of fun and I made a lot of friends, but I, I, and you know, if any of the people on my study abroad are listening to this, <laughs> they are chime in in the comments. I don't know. Yeah. But I um, tried, because I knew that was the trope that I was walking yeah. into, so I had to, like, really yeah. keep a lid on it. But this is from when I was studying abroad, and uh, a lot of UGA students, exclusively UGA students that I was with, so I was making a lot of new friends and stuff, and it was, like, a two-and-a-half-month program, so we were there for That's a, a long, long time. time. And the program I did was Cortona. We lived in this, like, town in Tuscany, and it was amazing, and there were weekends where we would do, like, prescripted, pre-planned excursions, like, the entire group of students, where we would, like, take charter buses or trains and, like, go to these various towns in Italy. And, obviously, Rome was a stop, and so Rome was kind of, like, the biggest city we went to. So, of course, and we were there for, like, two nights, so one of the nights we obviously wanted to go, like, clubbing, you know? So anyways, we um, decide as like a big group that we're all going to try to go to this club, you know, that we've heard of. This was the first time we tried, this was pretty early into the trip, so this was the first time that we had tried going to a club in Europe, which takes some tact, honestly, to get into. This is what we learned. We, we get to this club that we like heard of through people or whatever. So we try to go. There is a line that... I mean, there must have been, like, 500 people <gasps> outside of this club. What? And it was more of, like, a warehouse-type vibe. It was not, like, in the middle of the city. It was more, like, okay. on the outskirts. But basically, to get into a club in Europe, or at least in Rome, you got to be a supermodel. <laughs> and like, so you got in? Uh, no, honey. No, honey. Uh, we did not. Uh, like... So it was just so crazy, and we were like, oh, my God, like, we're not going to... And we had driven, we had taken Ubers. I'm with a group of about probably, like, ten people, ten of my friends, and so we are honestly on Google Maps just trying to figure out what is the closest thing. And there is a sort of, like, club, not really a club, but a sort of, like... Not even a club. (laughs) It's sort of like this... Well, we show up to it. It's it's listed as a bar, so we're like, we'll go. Mm-hmm. We show up to it, and it's more of like an outdoor space where there's like an outdoor bar. And it's like a lot of different... It's all outdoors. There are umbrellas, and it's kind of tiered at parts, and so there are like different tables and stuff. But by the time... I mean, we waited so long to go out, and then we waited so long at this place trying to decide if like we would be able to get in or not, and then it was evident that we couldn't. So by the time we get to this bar... 
outdoor space, it's like probably like 3 a.m. Like it's pretty late. So there's not a lot of people there. (laughs) They're honestly really reluctant to let us in. Yeah. Because they're sort of like wanting to close it down. And pretty They're like, last call was 10 minutes ago. But we were sort of like, ugh, like we came all this way. We, We just need to like push through. And so we went in. The bar started stopped serving drinks like five minutes after we got there, <laughs> and we were pretty drunk before this. We like pre gamed, and it's very easy to just get a lot of alcohol and yeah, drink, like for pretty cheap. So we just I, and you can honestly walk down the street drinking. Yeah, like that from a, from what a box is of what wine. like stuns me. Yeah, no, every it's single totally time crazy. I see like a video of a girl like sitting near the Eiffel Tower with a bottle of wine, I'm like, you're Holy going to jail. She's you can going fully to jail. do that. That is crazy. You yeah. can fully do that. Also, weed, too, is, like, decriminalized in lots of places. Period. So they just don't really even care what you're doing. Yeah. Should we leave? They're like, attenzione pickpocket. Attenzione pickpocket. <laughs> they have bigger issues. No, they literally do. Um, they do. So we're kind of bummed out that the bar isn't serving drinks anymore. So we're getting a little drunker and everything. And honestly, that moment at the... I don't even know what to call it. Outdoor lounge, whatever. Outdoor it didn't, lounge. didn't last super long. Everyone was, we, yeah, so it, we made the decision that it was probably time to go back to our hotel, which was like five miles away. It was, it was a pretty, it was a, it was a track. So we had to Uber. There weren't any taxis running. And Uber's kind of a different story. Over in Europe, it's not quite as accessible as it is over here. Or at least back yeah. then in 2019, it wasn't. So <laughs> I'm with I'm with um several friends, but I'm with specifically my friends Madeline and Meryl. Shout out y'all. Love you. <laughs> and Eminem. Basically, we let everyone ahead of us like call an Uber. Or I don't really even know how that worked out. I think we just like were the last ones, basically. I mean, y'all are still smoking like a Oh yeah, I'm like smoking cigarettes. Like God, it was so. I really did not take care of myself that summer. (laughs) We were just getting drunk and smoking all the time. So basically, our last group of friends before us like gets into this Uber, and they're like, "Okay, we'll see you guys back at the hotel." And we're like, "Okay, yep, y'all drive safe." So then we get they leave. Then we get in our phone trying to find an Uber. There is nothing. (laughs) I cannot stress this enough. We are trying everything to get a ride we are trying different uh purveyors of like the self-taxi kind of service thing (laughs) Uh, my taxi y'all know (laughs) uh cannot get a single driver it's just so late and no one is driving like a thing no (laughs) not there and i mean this is like rome i'm like what the fuck? Like, this, <laughs> this is, like, a big city, you know? This yeah. is a huge metropolis, like, in, in Italy. Like, this is crazy. I'm in surprised Western they Europe. have cars. I mean, it wasn't built in the day, and they didn't bring the Uber. Straight. <laughs> <laughs> like, did not. No, say that again. But, uh, no, it's not in Rome. Um, so, I'm honestly pretty good when it comes to stressful situations like this. Absolutely. I'm a pretty... You know, I keep my head in the right place. I don't let myself, like, spiral Yeah. to that point. You I, don't panic. No, you. I've never I'm seen I'm not you really panic. a panicker. Like, I'm not a, I'm not just, like, a ball of anxiety in moments like that. I'm not trying to call you out, Adeline. <laughs> my friend Meryl, though, God love her, and I'm obsessed with her, but she 
she started freaking. I mean, and, <laughs> and I'm not a woman. Like, I don't necessarily feel the same anxieties that a yeah. woman might being in a foreign city at night with no way of getting home. Yeah. So I was definitely, through my drunkenness, empathizing with her on that mm-hmm. front, being like, okay, like, we just, let's, I, I immediately kind of started going into like, oh, you need to sober up, you need to like, form a plan, like, we need to get <laughs> back to the hotel somehow. I mean, the sun is going to be up in a few hours. <laughs> so How me and Madeline far? are just throwing our hands up in the air, being like, this is just, what are you going to do? Say la vie, right? Yeah. So, five miles, right? Five miles from the hotel. So this is where it gets walk. a little blurry for me. Oh, yeah. I remember we walked from where we were at, at this bar, down to, because it was a little bit up in the hills. There were, like, hills surrounding Rome. So we... So kind of it's kind of an LA vibe, and so we were walking down the hills, like trying to get to this sort of like main road, like the avenue, mm-hmm. which we got to, and there are just a bunch of drunk Italians raising hell. That's the scariest. Scary throwing shabby. bottles oh on the floor. God. It was kind of crazy. If I, I, I was kind of I wasn't feeling super threatened. I was like, these are just like drunk idiots. Drunk idiots like being idiotic. But Meryl was like really concerned and was really like on the verge of an anxiety attack. Like yeah. we need to get back to the hotel somehow. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Aren't Italian men like known for being like extremely like overbearing? Like towards American girls, yes. Yeah. Especially because I think there's a culture of like Italian women are not like easily got. You know, not that American women are easy, but like Italian women, you gotta like deal with their their brothers their father right, their cousins right. their uncles the yeah like they're very Claire. sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry that was presumptive they're I'm very sorry. they're very close-knit in those like familiar that's ways. what i meant <laughs> so yeah it's on the family i, I don't know what accent i was trying to do there it's all in the family yeah yeah so there is there's definitely a culture of like the italian guys like see like cute American girls and they're like and are like smash yeah because <laughs> there's there's also sort of a like maybe a fantasy that they buy into that these Italian girls like are also or these American girls are also fantasizing about like getting with an Italian because guy. they yes. are because they are so I mean we all saw are. Lizzie McGuire I mean, the movie are you kidding yeah. If and an Italian also, man breathed in my direction, yeah. I would take my clothes off. Like in like, Lizzie McGuire, if he if he took your hand and put you on a Vespa and be like, I want to show you something. <laughs> I'd be like, I want to show you something okay. incredible. Like, you know? Like, <laughs> I yeah. rewatched that oh movie recently. He literally reads the line like that. Incredible. Like, I want to show you something <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Anyway, so um, me and Madeline are kind of trying to put on a brave face for Meryl <laughs> and trying to be like, okay, like we're going to get home. It's going to be fine. Um, I kind of get on my phone and um, am trying to sort of like see what are the options here. And it seems like the only thing we can do is wait for like public transit, which they don't have like a metro or anything. Like, or they do have a metro, but it's it's doesn't run at night so they have buses that run at night so um we decide that the best bet is to like wait for the bus 
So we're waiting Weird at the bus. Choice. So we were at the bus stop. Of course, all the drunk Italians are like at the bus stop too. So we're kind of keeping a distance for Meryl's sanity. They yeah. know about Uber. Yeah, they know about Uber. <laughs> they're yelling at each other. I mean, they're just like being drunk. Crazy. Rambunctious. They're being rambunctious. I'm not faulting them at all, but Meryl, that's just reminding her of the stakes here. She's right. like, we're not where we need to be mm-hmm. and we don't have a clear a path to where we need to be. Mm-hmm. So she's freaking out. I am sex uh, on a stick to these men. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's like, yeah. I'm literally like T-bone in front of a lion. <laughs> <laughs> like straight up. So anyways, we I wait digress. for the bus. The bus takes like 30 minutes to get there. I mean, it's it's a while. And every minute is like an hour. And every minute where you're just like kind of coming down from like drinking. Yeah. I mean, so we're just getting quieter and quieter. <laughs> oh my God. Like waiting for this bus. Yeah. So we get on. Luckily, I think the bus fare is like pretty much free. I mean, really any city you go to, like you can hop on the bus and they're not going to like bite your head off if you don't pay the fare or whatever. But I don't know if we did or not. I can't remember. But anyways, we get on this bus a lot of characters on this bus. <laughs> <laughs> really interesting characters. I'm trying to remember. There was definitely like a lot of surprisingly a lot of old people. A lot of old really? people just sort of like looking around, like looking at you in the eyes. <laughs> like they can Whoa. tell you're not from here. Ooh, I don't like when old people look at me in the yeah, eyes. Yeah, and they're just like a sort of like Italian Nona on the bus no, no. at four thirty AM. Like, just, just looking at you. Or... Looking at you like well, is it that scene from Fleabag when she's on the bus and, like, everyone's, like, chanting, singing, and then she's like, I think I just started my period. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Honestly, it was kind of like that, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of, there was, there was, um, there was action happening. We... Claire's drunk. <laughs> I am drunk. Uh, yeah, we all are, baby. Yeah, I'm 40 drunk. ounces. Yeah, Stay check. God. Mm. Keep in mind, we had... Like a regular size cup full before we started. Yeah. And our Stanleys are like almost empty. So we're like barely making it. I already re-upped, so. (laughs) Zach's on Stanley number two. That's um, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Really taking me back actually being on this bus. (laughs) (laughs) So we actually have no idea where we're going also. We have a feeling, but it's like, <laughs> you know, we have a feeling You're that we're on, on the right line, you know, uh, but it just, I can't remember feeling confident that we were going in the right direction. So we literally ride that bus for maybe 45 minutes <laughs> until I'm looking at my location and I'm like, okay, we're kind of not crazy far from where we need to be. I think by that point we had gotten like, this is 45 minutes of driving. We were maybe like three miles closer to where we needed to be. Oh my <laughs> so God. We still have like two miles to get to, which is just like a lot at this point. Yeah, we're I mean, exhausted. It's, the sun's coming. The out. wee hours of the morning, yeah. And so we get off. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. This is what it was. The entire time, Meryl, because Meryl is like full on, like, she's fighting for her life here. <laughs> like, she's like fighting for survival. Like, yeah. it's fight or flight. So meanwhile, Madeline and I are just like, Cracking up like, <laughs> like grandma so- staring at us, <laughs> like LOL. Somebody's um, known us like, giving us a weird look, like sticking our tongues out at people. Um, like just Whoa, so, that's a weird point. <laughs> yeah, and like, like uh, so finally, Meryl like screams. She's like, I got an Uber. I got an Uber. I got an Uber. We need to get off at this stop right now. And so we're like, work, girl. 
<laughs> Poor girl. Poor girl. So we get off of the bus. And I'm like, are you sure? And it's like very residential where we're at too. So I'm just like, I have no idea where we're at. Oh my God. But a van God. comes up. A van comes up and he's like, Nelly? <laughs> Did I even say that? that Nelly? <laughs> And we're like, Meryl? Yeah, that's us. And sure. so we hop in the car. And so Uber comes up, we get in the car. We're like, damn, this is crazy. Like, we're finally getting there. Drop us off at our hotel. And the sun is coming up in the distance. It's oh like, my I God. mean, at this point, y'all, I think it was like 6, 6.30. I mean, it took us four Ever that is home. crazy. There's so much like minutia and stuff like in the times that we were just like riding on the bus yeah. or like waiting for the bus or like waiting for the Uber or like in the Uber. I mean, I, I bet it was beautiful. Uh, we were really drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, la 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 la. And um, so we get, and we're, this is so funny. So our hotel is kind of situated at the end of a very long driveway, even though it's like in town. So, um, so we had to walk like a quarter mile down this driveway to like get to our hotel. <laughs> and there was a moment, I mean, it was like probably like a still from like a movie, like Perks of Being a Wallflower vibes. <laughs> we were, we're all standing at the gate at the front, like looking towards the hotel. Sun is coming up in the <laughs> east. And there's a McDonald's close by. And we all look at each other and we were like, should we go to McDonald's? Oh my god! <laughs> so we went to McDonald's. Luckily, it was open. Luckily, one fucking McDonald's in the world is open twenty four hours. <laughs> one thing went right. That's the yeah. worst thing that's happened post pandemic is that things that were yeah. twenty four hours are no longer. Yeah, agree. they're just not. Because agree, I don't know. It it, it really the sucked. worst thing that happened during the pandemic. The worst. Thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> not the not the deaths. That was the worst person. Let's just let's just. just not that the, was the worst thing. The, I'm just gonna say the Walmart it. closing at eleven. Yeah. God, I mean. Oh. Yeah. Moment of silence for that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we, <laughs> we get to the McDonald's to get our food. We, like, are eating literally on the street, like, on the curb. Like, probably rats saying hi to us as yeah. they're, like, making their morning rounds. Like, and the we're just watching the sun come up in Rome, Italy. And we're like, we have been up all night. We have a full docket of, like... Excursions. A, a, things to do the next day. Luckily, because we're all, like, college kids, like, it's all pretty much optional. Mm. Been there, done that. So, like... The three of us go back to the hotel. We don't hear from each other until like two o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> when, we're, when we're all waking up. <laughs> like, and we're like, yeah, we yeah, we, we missed the Borghese gallery. <laughs> yeah, we needed we needed some rest. I remember getting into my room and my roommate Nico um, was like, woke up and he was like, "Are you just not getting back?" Like, I was worried. Like, were you? Where you find out, I was like, I'm gonna tell you tomorrow. Bitch, you don't even know. Go, go back to sleep. <laughs> you don't understand. What and I was like, through. all I know is, don't fuck me, don't fucking wake me up for the excursion tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, not. I, I'm going sleeping. on the excursion. And Turn so your sound that, machine down. That was that was basically it. We we grouped the next day and we we had a laugh about oh, it. Oh, I bet the debrief was steamy. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like being stranded in a like a foreign city is something that even that didn't really like push me over the edge, you know? Like, I, I thought that maybe that would. <laughs> but I, I just, I'm a Leo, you know? And so <laughs> oh, yeah. I just have this, I have this, like, 
unfallible like confidence. sense of optimism yeah, yeah. And confidence that like things are gonna work out no well, so Ada was probably like a great main character moment for you <laughs> it was no it's like I'm literally I see myself looking at the hotel <laughs> we haven't started walking we just got out and we're like did we go to McDonald's <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like and that yeah. was like a main cut to me eating like a 20 piece nugget <laughs> <laughs> That was really good. Thank you. That was yeah. really good. No, that was, it was fun. It was ultimately a very fun kind of night that I remember. Yeah. Before. That's the first story on the podcast that we haven't been in. Yeah, that's that was true. good. That was good. Yeah, that's what this is all about. Yeah, we to keep a little bit. Yeah. a new one for y'all, so keep it fresh. Sometimes, yeah, that was super fresh. Yeah, sometimes the worst experiences turn out to be the best stories. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's what life's all about. Yeah. It's just like a shit show that turns into the best story you've ever told <laughs> i mean it's got to be right either that or like let's just <laughs> or it's like let's else. just cut the mic and jump off the balcony <laughs> cut the camera yeah cut it. oh my god that was so good zach thank you okay so now that that's over i wanted to because i told you up, up, up top like i'm gonna hijack the podcast <laughs> and make it what i want it to be even though i love it and he's I a love, leo he's a leo i'm a leo and i i love what you guys do i love it i'm also a gemini moon so it's like I, <laughs> pisces rising too if y'all wanted the full rundown um that's a lot to wait yeah. so like you look all nice and sweet but you're like not but he's like nuts. No, <laughs> no. This is this is how I feel like. Wait, I'm... wait. Let's talk about our big three. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, All right, go ahead, Zach. So, like Leo, Gemini Moon, Pisces Rising. So I, I didn't know that. About I kind of, I kind of think those things work together, in a way. So the Gemini Moon can be rough because mm. you can be so indecisive and just so like spiral, spiral out into your own thoughts. That's you true. You can just like yeah. unpack and unpack and unpack things to the point where it's like no progress is actually being made. Mm. So I have to keep myself checked on that front. And I actually do think the Gemini moon and the Pisces rising kind of like tone down my Leo sun a bit. Yeah. Because I just don't, and based on what you know, friends have told me and stuff, I'm not like dying for the center of attention. I'm not like no. demanding that. No. Mm -hmm. I'm not like, I've never thought that about you. Yeah. I'm not like, so ostentatious like Leo's tend to be. Mm -hmm. I do love nice things and I am mm -hmm. a bit of a snob. I'm a bit of like a which can come off as pretentious sometimes, but it's but the things that I love, I actually love. You know, mm -hmm. and like Yeah, and I've never thought of you as like someone who likes nice things just to be like like a name for the status of it, yeah, 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 yeah. or to flex, or like, no, I've never like thought the, of the the fantasy yeah. and the vibe. I and mean, I grew up watching like old movies, right? Like I loved like Audrey Hepburn, and so like just a very kind of glamorous, you chic love an aesthetic. kind of aesthetic yes. has always been something that I responded to. Yeah, uh, which is very Leo, and uh, I, I love Leo, but I feel I like the them. Gemini Moon and even the Pisces Rising too like lends me to be a little bit more curious about other people and their perspectives and mm -hmm. i i'm very much a conversationalist yeah and you're such like an asker yeah like, like you love to ask a question and like genuinely listen to, to and what explore it and, and i'll go there with you if you ask yes. me a question like i'll go there i'll give it consider i'll like consider it really thoroughly in my mind before yeah, i speak for sure and I'm aggressively nodding my head. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I feel like um, it could be worse. My, like, um, astrological makeup, but I, um, 
I find that it suits I feel like me. they're mm-hmm. three and really different signs too, yeah, which is sure. very unique. They are in it's a like way how three it different together. elements, like yeah. a, like all coming together. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I definitely see myself as more of like maybe being an air sign than really. Yeah, I think I'm see, more, I agree. I agree. Like air and fire, I think I like. See, I don't. I agree. Yeah. I don't think you give water in any way. Yeah. Because I feel like water signs are just so emotional. They're not super bothered. Yeah, they're so scattered and they get so upset. And I just have never got that from you. No Mm -hmm. offense to water signs, but you're like a, like a wild and a not very put together bunch. Yeah. Yeah. No offense to water water signs. No offense to water signs. I literally actually full offense except for cancers. I I love cancers. Literally, cancers. I love them. Literally, but like um, Pisces and what's the other one? Scorpio. Scorpio. Mm -mm, Fuck that. Um, Ashley's a Scorpio though. <gasps> sorry, Ashley. And I love and Ashley's like sorry, she's sorry. a Halloween, Halloween Scorpio. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty. I honestly think my Gemini Moon is working really hard. It, it's like <laughs> it keeps me. It keeps me a little bit like even keeled. Mm-hmm. Ironically, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. even though it's something that's a little scattered and a little all over the place. Like at the same point, it kind of helps me like keep a big picture about things. Yeah. You know. What are yours? Is pretty interesting, Claire. Me? Yeah. I am a Capricorn Sun, Leo Moon, Leo Rising. When I say yeah. interesting, I mean like terrifying. <laughs> Leo sister. Yeah. I mean, I think, well. What do, what do the Leos do to you? Like Le- in your chart? You like how do they affect you? Well, I think um, being like a Capricorn Sun is like what really keeps me on the ground. I was just about to say like. You are as grounded as you are. What's the word? I was almost gonna say chauvinistic, but I don't think that's <laughs> what. A, no, no, no. Whoa. But like, you're you're a showman. You know, like you're a ringleader. Yeah, yeah, and, for sure. Like, but you're not. Um, no, I think I have like. You're not egomaniacal. No, so and I think I that think... Capricorn also like keeps you from like you'll do things. Like, on your own mm-hmm. to get it done. Yeah. You know? No, I think the Leo and the Capricorn work together in a way that's, like, oh, she's going to be in charge, like, Leo. But also, the Capricorn is, like, but she's going to do it in a way that makes sense. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, and also. And everyone's going to know how right you're doing <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Or it's like, you're going to be, you can be self-indulgent, but you mm. can also, like, call it out as as that. For sure. Yeah. yeah which I think is, like. A really it's like the Capricorn knows exactly what the Leo is doing exactly and so it's like I understand like oh I'm being super dramatic right now the Leo is the impulse the Capricorn is the sort of logic for sure self-awareness yeah, for sure. yeah. and also like the because they say like your rising sign is like what people think that you are the impression you give yeah and anytime that I've ever asked someone like what they think my sign is every single time they say Leo yeah and I think that's just, like, also, I don't know if this has anything to do with astrology, but I think it's just, like, people who have big personalities, it's automatically, like, Leo. You know what I mean? No, they're certainly the performer yeah. of the bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, being a Leo moon is just, like, everything is so dramatic for no reason. <laughs> like, it's yeah. not that I serious. I think Le- Leos Romeo are just, like, yeah. Vibes. Yeah. Adeline has some water, too, in her victory. Well, I think some placements are just very strong placements that when you tell someone, they're like, oh, shit, you know? Like, I feel like having a Leo rising is like, oh, shit, you know? Yeah. 
or like Scorpio moon. Scorpio moon. Yes. Yeah. That's how Cap my moon. That's how. Oh my, my god! Moon if you have is. a Capricorn moon. Yeah, but I feel bad for you. Or like a Virgo moon. <laughs> it, honestly, any Earth moon sign is, moon. Moon is kind of the one that I think has more of a valence mm-hmm. in terms of. What's your moon? How a person operates. Because when I tell people I have a cancer moon, they're like, oh, baby. Oh, sweet girl likes to cry. Oh, baby girl. Yeah. So it's not very rational. It's just complete meltdown. I feel like cancers are very in touch with their emotions. Absolutely. And to have a moon placement for a cancer. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Lana Del Rey. Shout out, Brady. Yeah, shout out Brady. This D- is Diva Girl Brady. Diva Girl Brady. This is the only episode that Diva Girl Brady hasn't been a main character, so this yeah. is your shout out, Brady. Yeah. We love you. The three cancer women, Princess Diana, <laughs> Lana Del Rey, and Diva, and Diva Girl, Girl Brady. Brady. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah. I'm also a Virgo, and I have a Sag Rising. Honestly, Sag Rising. Like, Sag Rising is fun. Yeah, that's so fun. That's where my um Sag- my silliness comes Sagittarius from. Sagittarius is uh, the philosopher, you know. I, like I love. Really? Yeah, randomly. They're um, so fun. Shout out, Jaden. Yeah. But they're not <laughs> fun in the scary fire sign No, way. they're just fun in like a way that's like nothing matters. Like, they're like the cool sincerely dad curious. Yes, and, cool dad. Yeah. And um, it's so easy for them to like talk to people and mm-hmm. to make connections with people. Mm-hmm. But there's a warmth the, there. I think they're the warmest of yes. the fire signs. Yeah, agree, I agree. agree. And they're more the, personable than like the less. But they can't be fucking crazy. Oh, Sagittarius in a party still, environment. Yeah. Oh my god, they can drink Aries and Leo under the table. Oh, for sure. They're Sagittarius women sign. are the craziest people on earth. Yes. But I do think that like having a Sagittarius placement makes you like warmer. Like more, mm-hmm. more people want to talk to you. You want to talk to people. My it, older sister is yeah. a Sagittarius, and yeah. she's so like connects with people. Yeah, so I mean, easily. I met Kelsey once and yeah. was mm-hmm. connected. to It her. really helps with my because I'm a Virgo, so it really helps with my um, kind of like the uh, apathetic Virgo traits yeah. that people associate associate um, being a Virgo with because they're very analytical. Yeah. Um, Direct, yeah. blunt. Um, so I feel like it warms me up. And then it's, I feel like Virgo for me, because I've never identified with being a Virgo, because Virgo's a very stereotypical sign in being super smart, being very Driven. clean, mm-hmm. organized. Um, yes, which I'm not. Yeah, Beyonce. Beyonce, <laughs> exactly. Yes. You did see. Yeah. You did see. Yeah, she was just for the listener. She is the greatest living performer of all time. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You know. I mean, we don't even. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, I'm a Virgo, which I love being a Virgo. I've, I've accepted it more and more. I used to be very against it because I did not identify with any of their traits. But I feel like that's because I was like not a fully fledged Virgo yet. I was a baby Virgo. <laughs> and I'm not there yet. I haven't grown yeah. into it yet. But Or maybe you didn't understand kind of how your your birth chart sort of works how it's not all about you know there's so many simultaneous factors going on that are just bigger than your sun sign wait do you guys know your venus signs yeah Mm -hmm. what's your zach virgo which (gasps) is really rough mine's a virgo really (gasps) so virgo and venus is it means that you just like see love and relationships as being very uh very black and white or very um 
it's like almost like there's criteria. Yeah. You know, it's very list boxes vibes. to check. Yeah. List vibes. Yeah. Very <laughs> list high vibes. standards. I yeah. feel too. Very high standards. Um. I'm either yes or no. I'm never in between. Ah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I don't really have crushes. Oh. Yeah, I feel like the Virgo <laughs> Venus, like? the Virgo Venus, like things, uh, really become quick uh, quickly pretty serious and mm -hmm. there has to be some form of very clear communication that it is reciprocated wow otherwise it, it, it you can feel really uh, and they don't we don't really from the yes wow. we don't really deal well with rejection so we kind of reject first you oh know my God. for sure yeah you guys are both virgo venuses that's crazy yeah yeah i didn't know that I what are you what is it? Is it Capricorn? No, it's worse. I'm Cancer. a Pisces Venus. <gasps> <laughs> oh okay. my god! And I really just so think... you're just in La La Land. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. And also, like this is how you know that astrology is a fact. It's so real. And yeah, it's, it's real. Because we all know each other pretty well. If you um, know me, we've it's been like friends for years. Yeah. Like, yes. It's, yeah. it's like I don't seem like the type of person that would just be like. Oh my god, I love them. No, because you're so outward. I mean, like you've got Cap and Leo; those are two very aggressive, a, a strong, assertive yeah. signs. And it's like you're very independent. Just, like, yeah, I have never... something so like, uh, like fanciful and yeah, and whimsical as Pisces I just, like, is. Yeah, I get so obsessed with people, and like the idea of them, and like what we could have, and what we could be. Which infuriates me to no Oh, it makes I'm like so <laughs> mad. And yeah. I'm just like, I feel like Pisces are just really like understanding and apologetic for people. Yeah. And so I feel like in that way, when I like really like someone, I just like make a lot of excuses for them. Uh-huh. And like, I mean, you guys know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. C. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like, am like, but I love him, you know? Yeah. And it's like, kind of unexplainable but daddy i love him yeah i just i make excuses for people i get really 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 invested in like who they are as a person yeah and i just like can't release my my claws you hear words not actions that's really yeah that, that's really interesting and, that, you know i imagine with adeline having like a virgo sun and virgo venus it's like doubling down a bit yeah and it's for, like you have to but you have for to bring me it. like you know i've got i've got some really delusional signs in my big three <laughs> let's just call a spade a spade yeah like, the lulu oh my god leo pisces and gemini that's the lulu city, that's there, the lulu city honey so it takes a, it takes it, there's a there's a lot of work there's yeah. a lot of self-work to like get to a point where i'm feeling good about my homeostasis emotionally <laughs> shout out alex newman yeah <laughs> shout out alex <laughs> you really brought it love you honey we um, all love you but um I feel that the uh, very analytical criteria-oriented Virgo in my heart is is sort of at war or sometimes trying to compromise with uh, the part of myself that's a little bit more uh, whimsical and dreaming about scenarios and stuff. So I definitely like understand being a little dreamy about yeah. like connections and relationships and mm -hmm. boys and things like that i feel like See, that's I feel where like, i even though like even yeah. though at the at the end of the day like i have this uh need for very clear set 
boundaries and communication and mm-hmm. things yeah. like that. See, I feel like the only part of my life where I'm a little bit dreamy is when I have a crush on someone. See, that's the opposite for me. Yeah. It's like every other part of my life is like, yes or no, black or white, by the book. But then when I have a crush on someone, it's like, oh. God, can we ever have anything in common? No, we can never. I want to ask one final question. Okay. And then we'll wrap this up because we've been going. We gotta go. Yeah. Um, Y'all have a lot of material. So. <laughs> this is also like... Enjoy the feast. <laughs> this is also kind of a loaded question, so we might be going for 20 more minutes, but... All right. So... On top of your Venus sign, do you think, like, what is your love language receiving? And do you think that plays a part in your Venus sign? Zach, you go first. Okay. Because your love language giving is different from your love language receiving. Yes. And you can share both. Sure, sure, sure. Go ahead. So we're talking about love language. This is in like the f- the, the, five. the landmark book. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Has the five. What are they? Can you say they them? are words of affirmation, acts of service, quality time, gifts, physical, physical touch. touch. The, that's them. Yeah. Okay. So I think for me, quality time has always been a huge thing. Receiving. Uh, receiving. Okay. And also um, giving. You give quality time. Yeah, but I think I give, and you know, Alex sound out in the comments but <laughs> i think that i am really good with acts of service in a relationship okay like i really show up to help and like i want to help like because your I will... venus is virgo and yeah. they are the helpers yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, i, I will it. like i will clean your room yep. I'll, I'll cook you dinner i'll like drive you to the airport <laughs> I, yeah um i will like show up for when you, you in them. whatever way you need me to um, and I think I enjoy quality time a lot. I enjoy, like, just being able That's to, what like, you spend need. that time with people one-on-one or, like, in a kind of smaller group. Mm-hmm. Like, I genuinely, like, copy-paste. Really? Yeah. 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 Because I hear, I heard that, I heard this once, I read an article, I mean, I saw it on TikTok, um, that when you're self-sabotaging, self-sabotaging, and your you take away like your act like your love what's it called love language your or like love method language. of loving or, yes yeah. yeah so like I my love language is quality time and when I want to like hurt myself or I need to be away from people I will like take that away from myself and like yeah. isolate. Yes. So yeah, I give out like for that in like a friendship way. Tendency, yes. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you think you give love in what way? Acts of service and yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because when I get too anxious to go to the grocery store by myself, you know who's going? Adeline. Mm-hmm. Adeline. Or when you lose your uh, my AirPods. <laughs> your AirPods. Yeah. If anyone's seen my AirPods, please, yeah. please <laughs> let me know. Yeah. So what way do you think you receive love? Quality time. Uh, quality time for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. You guys are so similar. That's so special. It's the, no, that's no the I've known magic. that about Adeline. I mean, yeah, honestly. I mean, yeah. You and Adeline have been kindred spirits since no, the beginning. No, I am. Um, oh, 100%. Because, you know, Adeline is someone that, and I and I respect her a lot for this, but she's not going to just sort of like roll out the red carpet for anyone. No. Like, she's not necessarily going to invite someone in. No, If Adeline she doesn't hates... have some sort of like sense that it's worth it. No, she mm. hates all my friends immediately. Yeah. And then she has to like get to know them and be like, Mm, okay, but I like that. Because, yeah. like, you know sometimes I mean? she'll just, like, pick anybody. And it's like, 
I need they need to like go through bad. like security and customs and like <laughs> yeah I need to figure out who yeah. they are. It's just different strengths, you know. It like is, you're yeah. you're really you're uh, you're gifted really Clara's like interpersonally. Oh mm-hmm. yes, it, uh, you really are gifted in that way. Thank you of connecting people and Thank connecting you. to people. Mm-hmm. And Adeline, I think, is like gifted in maintaining like strong yes. bonds yes. with people and she kind of knows yeah. like what it takes yeah for sure. i'm picky to be a good friend okay so she's gonna like, expend that energy like for just anyone yeah, yeah. and that's that's really special yeah <laughs> thanks guys you're welcome uh what's yours so i feel like i give love in quality time yeah yeah, yeah. i said that confidently I sensed a little bit of apprehension. I had to from, think about it for a yeah. second. I was trying to connect it because I'm thinking about like my but I also, personal friendship with you. Yeah. I also give love in gifts. I think I give really good gifts. Yeah. Yeah. Which like I feel like gifts is like kind of underappreciated because it's like people who like to give or receive gifts are like materialistic, and I don't necessarily think that. Yeah. No. I think that that. Um, I definitely think that that bias exists. Yeah. I, for one, am really terrible with gifts. That's <laughs> <laughs> so true. I just think I give good gifts in a way that, like, I'm, like, listening to what you're saying. And, like, six months from now, I'm going to be like, oh, you mentioned this a year ago? Yeah. And here's this. But anyways, I think I receive love in words of affirmation. Yeah. Yeah. Like you do really. And you I really feel like. Do that. I forgot about words of affirmation. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's like the Pisces. Because I feel like water That's signs, also huge for me. Yeah. Like receiving. Yeah. I feel like water also signs giving. are just so good at like saying what you need. Because like specifically cancers, like every cancer I know. Yeah. Immediately says the right thing. All the time. I think that language is really huge for water signs. Yeah, for sure. More for so sure. than the others. Like, there are a lot of impulses that exist yeah. for the other mm-hmm. elements, yeah. but I think most for water signs, they really sure. rely yeah. on, like, language is their, communi- is their way they communicate. Yeah. Not, like, necessarily and I feel right. like that's where we rub against each other, like mm-hmm. sandpaper, is because... <laughs> I because you're uh, not gonna tell me what I want to hear. No, I'm gonna show you. And yeah, you, like, and I'm like, uh, to, and you're like, I need you to say it in words. Tell me you love me. Yeah, and I feel like that's why like I'm really drawn to water signs, especially like romantically. Uh huh. It's just like they are going to spell it out in words, and like that's and that's a comfort. And it bring it like makes me feel good. Yeah, like potatoes. they're going to send you like a really long message on your birthday. That's uh-huh. like. This is why I love you. That's touching. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I could cry. Yeah. And I don't oh, know. Oh, oh, oh. But anyways. Mm. Have you guys watched Heartstoppers? <laughs> I have. <laughs> have you watched season two? Okay, so I've actually never seen it. <gasps> Zach, what? Let me, let me explain. So, <laughs> Defend your sexuality. Do y'all know uh-huh. that um, the drag queens, Trixie Mattel and Katya? Bitch! Are you kidding me? Are you yeah, kidding? Yeah, I'm just... Friends with our Lord and Savior, Brittany Broski? Yeah, straight up, like, best friends. Yeah, I know. I love so, Trixie. I'm sure the listeners know, too. But Yeah, I love Trixie. They have a YouTube show that they do through Netflix mm-hmm. where they, like, watch the shows yep. and react. Yep. So I've watched both season one and two them reacting to Heartstoppers. I think the season two one came out recently. It's the funniest show I've ever seen. I was like dying laughing <laughs> at it because like they're just 
Because, you know, and I don't know, I think I grew up like a closeted gay kid in the South that was like just trying way too hard to get people to like him. So mm. this experience is to like in the show, at least is like so, so far away yeah. from like what my life was like. Yeah. That it's hard to relate to. It's sweet and it's very like but earnest. Like, okay. It's a little too earnest for yeah. me. It's a little bit too like. It's very well, modern. It, like, they're in high school, and they're literally like, well, we don't even have to have sex if you don't want to. Like, we can just kiss and, like, hold hands. You're I'm like, like honey, <laughs> like, okay. that's not what the kids at my high school were doing. <laughs> they were fucking. <laughs> they were fucking. I wasn't, but they were fucking. And so I just am sort of like, this is so I wasn't, but they and maybe, were. And maybe, like. I'm very, I'm like the oldest Gen Z yeah. you can be. I mean, technically. For the record, Zach is. 26. I just turned 26. I'm a fresh 26. Uh, but you, you know, like I love myself. It. I love my age, whatever. And um, yeah, period. it was like just so crazy. Even seeing the clips like in their YouTube sort of re, mm -hmm. their response to mm -hmm. watching it. It was just so funny because they were reacting in the way that, like, I was reacting watching it. Like, yeah. Like, they, like, there would just be a moment where, I don't You're know. Like, they're, like, texting each other. And, like, <laughs> Trixie's grabbing Katya's neck. And Katya's screaming, like, snap my neck. Like, put me out of my misery. Like, snap it. Kill me. And I'm like, oh, I'm feeling that so much. It is sweet, but they're all like a little bit too nice and too respectful of each other. I'm like this. High schoolers are way mm -hmm. more devious and evil. Yeah, than that. And evil. you have no yeah. idea until you get further away from that time, realizing how like awful you can truly be. Oh yeah, as a person. I mean, I was terrible in high school. Like the things that I said to my good friends. Scary. Just mm -hmm. scary. I mean, you can just be a true demon to people mm -hmm. and you don't even give a second thought to how th it might like affect them in the long no, run. No, in high school like my most like feminine quality was that I was like pure evil. Oh, you know? Mm. Um, like, I, yeah, and it's like <laughs> you just hate yourself in high school. Yeah, and so you're it's, and you that's all projecting others. outward. Right. That's all like because being projected you onto yourself, your friends you and stuff else. like that. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And no, so, looking back at your high school self, it's like an evil shadow self. Oh my god, it's scary. It is. I mean, just such a broken little individual. And that's what you're <laughs> supposed to be yeah, when you're like all about. 15, 16, 17. Like, and so from the show, it seems, I have not watched it. I have seen clips. Like, I feel <laughs> like I have watched it. I've just been like, this is... Um, a little gratuitous. Well, you yeah. know they were like graphic novels. Yeah, it's definitely filmed like that too. Like yes. they're like literally about to hold hands and there's like a like yes. like a two D drawn graphic oh of like god. sparks <laughs> happening between their hands. I'm like, oh my god. I do love how like the younger generation is watching it. It's like normalized. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And honestly, being in love as a young person, it does feel like that you're just so yeah. consumed. you're so consumed with that I mean person. the first time that you like someone and they like you back in high school is like Euphoric. the craziest thing you've ever it feels it feels mad I mean you stay up all, all night. night because you just can't even you're just shake like, freak out. that feeling yeah. of like hyperactivity that's going on in your soul and you're like oh my god tomorrow in theater i'm gonna freak out yeah like, like we're gonna see each other at rehearsal and like go to chili's after yeah. and it's like did you all have a chili's no no, no, no we didn't have a chili's we said we're going to uh monte albon or uh waffle house yeah waffle house is waho is classic oh yeah mm -hmm. i haven't seen heartstopper but i do know that um 
Kit Connor, who plays young Elton John in one of my favorite movies, Rocket Man. <laughs> oh, that it. was him. He eats, bitch. He is That's so wild. talented. Yeah, it is, is talented. so sad that the internet made him come out. Y'all know about that? Yes. They, yeah. like, forced him into saying that he was bisexual, and that is so sad. Like, no, 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 but up. I can totally... Let him play Elton John. It's so awful, and, like, that was, like, such Ridiculous. a... Like, such a violent... Honestly, I think that, like, two or three years ago, the discourse around, like... Being gay. Straight they people like, playing gay queer roles baiting, was, yeah. like, a queer real baiting. conversation that was very contentious, and people had a lot of opinions about mm -hmm. it. I think that, honestly, this is just from my perspective... <laughs> as a white gay man. <laughs> uh, I feel like that conversation has kind of been like toned down a bit because the reality is that acting is acting. Right. And we like, don't know. You know. Like with Heartstopper, we and don't exactly. know. Do they and have like, to say like, who cares? I'm sort of like, you know, if you can pull it off, then Slay. Then like Slay. I mean, Brookback Mountain is a really gorgeous <laughs> movie. Neither of those guys were gay. But super to me, it's like not... To me, when I watch a movie, it's about, like, the story. It's about the performances. It's not about, like, the private lives of the actors playing these roles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah I agree. Yeah. I have just kind of come to the decision that I, or the or the mindset that I don't really care as long as they're not, like, like I mean, it would be crazy if, like, a fiercely anti-gay, like, Republican <laughs> wanted to play a gay guy. I mean, yeah. I have a problem with that. But yeah. if they're just like Hollywood guys that are getting work, I. I mean, no one said shit to Timothy Chalamet, True. right? I mean, yeah, and Not that really. is that is in the queer community a a beloved. Oh, film. it's a staple. Well, I won't say he for fucks white gay guys. Yeah. I think that <laughs> "Call Me by Your Name" is like a huge. It's like required reading. Yeah. Like it's really <laughs> summer reading. It's really important. Mm -hmm. I think to a lot of white guy, mm -hmm. white gay guys' fantasies. We've got to shut up. Yeah. Anyway. I know. I know. We. I want you guys to know that I'm going to have to edit through two and a half hours. Audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. We're. This was a key key. <laughs> And I might honestly make this like an extra special long version because that's yeah. just what Zach is. Y'all got places to drive. You got groceries to shop for. You got houses mm -hmm. to clean. I know you can listen to this. Zach in, likes in it long. <laughs> I do like it long. Honestly, I'm a podcast yeah. listener, babe. I listen to podcasts every single day. Yeah. And when my my when, um, my, when my standards, when my good favorites like come out with their longer episode, I'm, like, I'm thrilled. Yeah. I'm thrilled because it's just, you know, it's, it's fun exciting. to listen to. It's more of them. Yeah, and you know what? And this was a this was a real pleasure, honestly, to 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 end on a real note. Thank you for coming, <laughs> Bravely, Zach. I love you too. These girls are so special to me, Aww. and this is fun. This is so fun. I mean, I've just had so much fun talking to you. all No, our friendship was built on talking. Yeah, talk. Yes, for sure. You coming over late at night and talking, and you being here means the absolute world to yes, me and Adeline. Very full circle. Yeah, and I can't thank you enough, Zach. Y'all are very sweet. Thank yeah, you. and Zach's Instagram is Z A C J N. Yeah, follow him. He's taking it off private. Yeah. when this comes out, watch this space. <laughs> There's things coming up. Um, thank you so much for being here, Zach. Thank y'all. We love and adore you. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, and thanks for listening. We love you guys. And you know what? We will talk to you guys next week. Lord, Lord willing, and the, the creek, creek don't rise. rise. Bye. <laughs> See y'all.